This is a Rooster Teeth production. All right, this is episode 34. We're back after a break where we've picked the official Anima Coffee. Don't yeah. worry about it. Unofficial. No, don't worry about it. Non-canonical. And, uh, non It was so good. That I, was, it was really good. It I have was to so good. Before you all, I sit next to Griff yeah. in the office, and before uh, you all recorded that thing, she kept showing me stuff for the coffee and yeah. talking about the coffee. Uh, and I didn't have the heart to tell them I wasn't going to be there. Uh, uh, and I was like, okay, cool, cool. And then I think, I don't remember who, someone came over, John or someone came uh, over, was like, you know Gus isn't going to be there with you for this, right? And then the look on their face yeah. was just like classic. Yeah. I uh, had no idea. You go back and listen to that supplemental episode. It's myself and Jeff uh, with Blizz and Griff. Yeah. Uh, making some coffee, the official coffee of Anma, uh, which I think is a vanilla lavender uh, oat milk latte. Vanilla lavender oat milk latte. Which Jeff um, liked and said that it tasted like essential oils. <laughs> <laughs> it, tasted, it tasted like a face mask. That sounds like an insult coming from you. Um, and then Eric had some and he agreed. Yeah, oh, he's 100% right. Uh, but we're back. Regular, uh, normal episodes. Regular are, old boring Gus. That are canonical. Mm. These are canonical episodes. Full of canon. They, these, are full of, these are full of canon. And um, we're back. So I um, I had a weird thing last week where I I I, I think I, got, I came down with a cold and the only symptom I had was that I lost my voice oh. and you can you might be able to hear it still kind of right now it's like my voice is not back to 100 percent it's like 90 percent so if I sound a little off um, that's that's what's going on and the great thing is that um, I lost you know I, I I had a cold I had to I still had to go film something outside. And like at a, at a location, we had a location and everything, and I had to tell everyone who was in charge of that. I was like, "Hey, um, we can still film this. I'm just not gonna be able to talk or do anything. So we have to go back. We filmed this thing outdoors, and I have to go back and redo all the lines. And no. someone's someone's gonna have to ADR. It. What did you film? I don't want to say. Well, I, I guess I could say in a, in a roundabout way, uh, some RTX promos. It didn't have anything to do with me. No, no, no. It wasn't thing we filmed. No, no, okay. no. It was RTX promos for uh, RTX uh, coming up this uh, this summer. And uh, so we, you know, we had this location shoot. You know, people were involved, and uh, I'm gonna have people to go. People were back. involved. Not, well, no, that's the thing. It's like normally if it's They're just me, be more involved after this too. If it's yeah. just me or if it's just you guys, it's like whatever, right? We can reschedule, we can pivot. But it's like when I, I feel guilty whenever like there's this other whole production uh, back end. So it was uh, it was great, great timing. It made me wonder about like people getting sick on like film sets or big productions, and it's like every like. M- how much money is lost just because someone, someone's voice is messed up for a little while? It is. It is. Uh, it's so funny you say that because I'm not supposed to be here recording right now. I'm supposed to be getting a root canal as we speak. <laughs> but I was like, I can't let the boys down. If if you're a f- face listener, you're hearing preview content for a few weeks out. <laughs> yeah, this is the last thing I'll record before I go in in two and a half hours for my fucking. Ten thousandth root canal. I got more root canals than teeth. You, uh, you got a problem. We, we need to sit down, and have a root canal, inter- root canal intervention with you. I, I'm all about it. Um, do you ever wake up in the morning with like a strange song, or just like you ever open your eyes and the first thing is like a song? You're like, why the, why the fuck is that in my head? I, I don't think so. It, it, I, I feel like it happens to me quite often. Really? 
Like yeah. you're jamming out in your sleep like, and you wake up unexpectedly yep. in the middle. Yeah. Like I woke up this morning and immediately as soon as I opened my eyes, I had Chantilly laced by the big bopper in my yeah. head. Really? Yeah. Hello, baby. <laughs> and I was like, why am I thinking about that? That should be and- Gus's alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine waking up to the big bopper every day. <laughs> 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 the first thing you hear is some old dude. Fucking crazy. Hello, baby. <laughs> Fucking craziest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm up, I'm up. Uh, but it made me think. It also made me think about, and the, I think the reason it was in my head was I would. I, the other strange thought in my head at the same time when I woke up this morning was there was. I don't know if you remember this. There was a cartoon in the '90s starring Macaulay Culkin, and the theme song for that cartoon was a parody of Chantilly Lace. Where they like retconned all the lyrics to be about what? the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon was called Wish Kid. I had to look it up because I couldn't. I couldn't remember it. Wish like, Kid. Yeah, it was like this. some some dumbass lame '90s cartoon. It only ran for one season. I I looked it up this morning. I remember Page Master. That's Mm-mm. a movie. And yeah, it was like Macaulay Culkin basically played like himself, right? This it's, huh. character's name was not Macaulay Culkin, but it was like a little kid who had a magic baseball glove that a star fell on, so once a week he could make a wish using his magic baseball glove. Once a week? Yeah. And did, he, did he wish for good things for humanity? <laughs> no. And uh, that, that and so in reading up on it, it's like I, re- I have a vague memory of this cartoon from the 90s, but I guess they had to change the theme song so it was no longer that parody of Chantilly Lace because oh. they got sued because they didn't have the rights for it. <laughs> it's like, what a weird way to go about the entertainment business to make your theme song Chantilly Lace but then not have the legal rights for it. Right. So then you have to change it. Um, what did they change it to? It was just some instrumental song. I wonder if that's the moment where it started to go downhill for Wish Kid. Like, <laughs> no, it, 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 it was feeling good about it. Everything there was a lot of hype, and then they're like, uh, "We got the, the fucking. They don't like the. We got to right. change. This, we got to change the song." I don't think there was ever a top of the hill for that show. <laughs> I think, I think it started at the bottom of the hill and then just rolled down into a valley or something. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I always feel weirded out when I wake up in the morning and I've got a strange song in my head. Uh-huh. Um. Like for no reason. Like it's it's never like a contemporary. I don't really know contemporary music. I guess maybe that's why it's not a contemporary song. Right. But it's always like really old or rich. Like shit, I would never listen to. A couple weeks ago, it was Islands in the Stream. It's like, mm. why nice. the fuck is that the first thing I'm thinking of in the morning? Sail away with me. That's beautiful. To another show. That's a great song, man. Good songs. Good wake-up songs. <laughs> I, I like Gus's early morning playlist. Yeah, me too. You should start putting that together when you have a song. That's such a good idea. G- yeah. Gus, if you start making like a Spotify playlist of <laughs> songs I woke up to th- that were just in my head. You've got two right now. Yeah. Okay. You need nine more and you got a full playlist. All right, That's all right. awesome. As, as they come up, I'll keep a little notepad by my uh, by my bed. That's I'll, so I'll write cool. Them down. Yeah. What an insane. And then it's just really a peek into Gus's brain. It starts with, hello, <laughs> <laughs> And you're off to the races after that. <laughs> oh, man. Gus, what did you do with all your time off from this podcast? What did I do? Because um, me and Jeff recorded content. Not much. Lots of content. It was good stuff too. Easy. Yeah. I, uh, I I lost my voice for no reason. Um, 
yeah, no, no, didn't didn't really do any, anything worthwhile. Just enjoyed my free time. I I uh, went to work and sat at my desk early on Monday mornings. We were going to record these on Monday mornings and didn't have to uh, to come out here with you guys. So he's available. So he was here. Yeah, he was around. Uh huh. Yeah. No, no, I didn't leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was here. It sucks because we got good stuff too. The Q and A's, <sighs> the Q and A's, I really like. Yeah. I think that they're uh, they're fun little looks into like. Just something into, different. Into some A's. Yeah. Get yeah. some A's for this. We're keys. getting Q's. We're giving A's. It's great. <laughs> have you... Um, Good morning, Gus. Oh, there <laughs> you go. Have you... So, in, uh, you know, rewinding a little bit, talking about um, that cold I had and losing my voice, I was thinking about... It made me think about, like, having to go to the hospital. And, like, having... Go, it made me think about going to the doctor in general and, like, having to go to the hospital. And I started... I, it made me think about the new hospital they built down there, that Dell, yeah. that giant Dell hospital. And it made me realize, I don't know if I've ever had to go to the hospital here in Austin. I don't know if I've ever injured really? myself or thought, like, I need to go to the hospital now. <laughs> and uh, Must be nice. <laughs> what about you? So you have? To the hospital? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, let's see. Which hospitals? Because um, I'm curious. I'm curious. I, I want to get the inside When I first moved to Austin, the Seton South down there. Okay. Down uh, down at like Benway. I yeah. went there a few times, emergency room for stuff. I used to get hurt a lot, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, I remember one time I was snowmobiling in upstate New York uh-huh. with my first wife, and I fell off a snowmobile, and I hurt my, uh, going about 65 miles an hour, and I hurt my leg oh my real God. bad, and I had to go to the emergency room when I got back to Texas because it wouldn't stop hurting. Wow. I remember that. Um, I had to go to... How was that hospital? How would you rate it? It was fine. It was good. Okay. I've been to... Seaton a bunch for diverticulitis. Which one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like in the central. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, like off 35th. Street. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been one? to, I, I'm not a fan. I think it actually is dog shit. So the south one's better. Okay. Yeah. I've been to uh, St. David's a few times. That's the one like off of 30, 35. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where when I smashed through the window and I had to get my hands oh, yeah, yeah. surgery and have my tendons rebuilt and stuff. Oh. Uh, I did all that at that hospital. How's that one? Where does that, uh, where does great. that sit? Love it. Top of the top, list? Top of the food chain. Okay. Nice. Um, I have spent time at a couple of hospitals. I've spent a lot of time at Dell Children's Hospital because I'm a dad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't, you weren't treated there, so no, you, you cannot really give a rating. Great. Yeah. I can give a rating. I They're phenomenal. No, yeah. no, I and want the inside patient <laughs> scoop. <laughs> Millie. Maybe we can get Millie oh, on yeah. and ask her. No, Millie, her she give it. She's in school. She's busy right now fucking physical science class or whatever, but uh, actually, she's in 11th grade. She wouldn't be taking yeah, like, it. Is everything okay? She's, she's in calculus right okay, now. Okay. Being That's more miserable like She hates calculus. Uh, and I've most recently spent a tremendous amount of time at the Seton up north at like up like off one eighty three off one eighty three and okay. like yeah because uh, that's where Millie had her face rebuilt when she oh, had yeah. her jaw rebuilt surgery. Mm-hmm. So I spent about five days there. Um, when am I? And I was just recently. Now that you mention it, I was just recently at the twenty four hour emergency care facility right next to Rooster Teeth uh-huh. when I split my hand in the in that does it do and I had to get all the stitches. Oh yeah, yeah. So I feel like I'm at hospitals a lot. You are. Yeah. That is quite a bit. And then you, my you, cousin. You go for both of us. Yeah, my cousin got sick twice, and I had to go spend time with him in the hospital. Those are both St. David's. Mm. That was last year. So, so I, I guess the reason I'm asking is, it made me wonder. If I got sick, which hospital would I go to? Like, yes. if I need to go to the hospital, that's why I'm asking you. Go like, to St. David's. For the inside info. Okay. Go to St. David's. St. David's out of 35. Yeah. But you haven't been to the new Dell one. No, I haven't been there yet. See, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know if I'd go to that St. David's or that Dell one, because they're both close to each other, relatively speaking. They're not, not far apart. I, one would assume that if you're in need of a hospital in that capacity, you're going to an emergency room. 
I take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably just go to closest one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but that's, that's that's why I'm thinking right now. I'm like I'm trying to plan it out now, so when the time comes, I don't have to waste time thinking, and I can spend time driving. Yeah, you see, I'm doing a trade off. I understand. Nice. Uh, yeah. Then it's, I would I would planned. go St. David's or the, or the New Del. Okay. Give, and, and then let it, give us a review of the New Del. If I is that, now I feel compelled, like I have to go there. That way, I can I can rank it. Now that he's had this whole yeah. thought process, he's gonna have a reason. He's, he, <laughs> yeah. he's bragging about having yeah. never going to no, the no, hospital no. in Austin. Bra- yeah. no, no, Within no, three clear. weeks, not you bragging. will be in a yeah. hospital. I'm sorry. I hope it's not serious. I hope you recover. <laughs> yeah, I, hope I will okay. visit you. I'll bring you a teddy bear. I'll bring you uh, if you can eat chocolates. I'll bring you some. Definitely bring you flowers. But within three weeks. Uh, I won't get visit. ready. I'm okay. sick of hospitals. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so fucking tired of hospitals. Uh, I won't visit you. But uh, I had the same dilemma where it was like, okay, let's refuse the the ambulance. Where do we go? Yeah. And it's like we'll go we'll go to Dell, like the Children's Hospital. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you could do that. And um, St. David's. So, if a, definitely if, a learning hospital. What do you mean? A lot of students. Mm. Seems oh, like, like a lot. Grey's Anatomy. Uh, yeah, but like not as sexy. You uh, know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mostly just a lot of students who are like in Gen Z sweatpants, like helping you out. I watched my first ever episode of Grey's Anatomy last night. Like my wife's like favorite show. Yeah. Was it episode one? No, no, no. My daughter uh, is that is her defining show. Really? You know, like I have Twin Peaks. That yeah. show's been on as long as she's been alive. It's she, on. it's on. It's still on. Yep. The the only episode of Grey's Anatomy I've watched is the most recent episode oh. because it was the last episode with Doctor Gray and yep. Millie wanted to catch it live. She usually watches like on Netflix or yep. whatever. And I was like, you know what? Let's 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 watch what you want to watch. Let's watch your. This is a big deal. And so I sat down and watched it last night. Wow. So the the. Titular character will no longer be on the show. Yeah. Ellen, yeah. Ellen so what Pompeo. happened, Ellen Pompeo? So All what done. happened is Dr. Gray. This is what I've surmised from listening to Millie in the so, car for years. Grey's Anatomy spoilers. Do we need a warning? Yeah. Sorry. Grey's Anatomy spoilers. If yeah, you haven't seen the most recent yeah, episode, yeah. If you're of not Grey's caught Anatomy, up on season eighteen, no, of season Grey's nineteen, An- episode oh seven, oh then you're about to be spoiled. Wait for you to leave. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Dr. Gray's house blew up. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Okay. Uh, but the roof blew off. Gas explosion. Yeah, some sort of a major explosion. And then uh, her daughter, she's got three kids, uh, a, an adopted kid and then two kids uh, that she shit out. And uh, the adopted kid's a genius. Okay. And the adopted kid is uh, is having trouble in schools in Seattle because they don't, they're not set up for a kid as smart as her. Okay. So there's a Seattle's school a small in- town. Yeah. There's a school in Boston that's perfect for mm. her kid. The big city. And so Dr. Gray moves- the whole family to Boston to create a better environment, learning environment for the brilliant kid, which I had a lot of fun making fun of the two normal who aren't smart kids are just like, I'm, but I'm dumb. Can I stay in Seattle yeah. with all my dumb friends? Why do I have to yeah. move to go be smart? I'm not smart. I won't, I won't that, thrive in that's, Boston. That's not going to create any resentment at all. Yeah. Right. So, uh, anyway, so between the house, blo- she took the house blowing up as a sign. It's time to make a change in my life. And so she moved across country and the hospital will continue. Uh, what she even did was they there's a bunch of interns circling back to the learning uh-huh, hospital. Uh-huh. There's a bunch of interns that are like the new cast. Dr. Gray left keys for them all at her house so they can stay the in her house. house that's been blown up the as long up. as they oversee the repairs. The blow-up house. Yeah. As long as they don't go up in the attic, everything is fine. That's so it wasn't that major of a blow-up. I think it was a pretty bad blow-up, but, but uh, they, they've, already done a lot of, they've already done a lot of work. 
Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess there's there's been repairs for a while. It's on as, it's on ABC. You can do anything. Yeah, as someone who's lived through a renovation, uh-huh. I call bullshit it, on this uh, on this repair timeline. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm Makes right there sense. With you. Uh, uh, maybe they do things differently in Seattle. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, all great, I know. It's all, yeah. it's all the great weather. They're yeah. able to just. Yeah. All I know is there's three interns living on the first floor of Dr. Gray's <gasps> ancestral just, family home. Just like at the beginning of the show when they were the interns. That's what Millie What's told it? me. Oh, yeah. I know that now. Wow. Correct. Rev was there. Izzy was there. George was there. Are you a, are you a grayhead? It's my wife's favorite show. <laughs> so everything I'm telling you, you are you. Yeah. This all. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, I've learned through osmosis. You, you don't have anything like that. Esther's like, here's this thing that I watch, and you're just like around it enough that you know. Um. Y- yes, but then I started watching it. Yeah. It was uh dead to me on Netflix. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was like a, sh- a show that she really liked. She was really into. Then the last season came out, and I was like, it was season three. It wasn't like a, yeah. a super long show. I was like, oh, I'll watch it. Fucking great show. Super happy I watch it. Yeah. Amazing, amazing show. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, in one way, I'm sorry I sat by and just listened about it for yeah. so long. But on the other hand, it's like, I start, I, I start, when I started to watch it, yeah. I could just watch the whole thing. I didn't have to wait. I did the same thing with, uh, for Emily's show is Veep. I had uh-huh. never seen an episode of Veep before, and I wasn't particularly excited to see old uh-huh. episodes when uh-huh. we started dating. But now I've seen every episode of Veep like six times. I can't watch that show. It's really good. It is. It is. It's very good. It the sheer brutality of that show. Ugh. It it is a show where you know, like The Office was like, this is kind of awkward. That's all Veep is, and nobody ever wins on a they, global stage. They lose constantly. When you think someone's about to win, guess what? They actually are secretly losing, and you don't know it yet. I, I think, hate it. I think Julia Louis-Dreyfus uh-huh. and Ted Danson might be the two greatest television performers mm-hmm. in the history of television. They're pretty incredible. They have both had just insane careers yeah. that uh, let, that they are where they are today in 2023 is just as strong as where they were in the ni- in the 80s. Yeah, I can see that. And they've had hit after hit after hit. It's fucking wild. Yeah. My wife wanted to start a podcast about Grey's Anatomy where she just goes back and rewatches it and <laughs> I just went I don't know if you just want people to like want people to interact with that. I don't really get it. But it's good to know that Millie also likes it. That's funny. She's seen the entire run Three times. I think. Wow. Jeez. That's she just crazy. watches it over and so, over again. My wife does the same thing. She that's got why bur- I know so much about that's- it. <laughs> she got burned out the other day and didn't want to do like a fourth watch. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, I just watched all of BoJack Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> Another show I've never seen. Yeah. I was like, is it good? And she was like, meh. I, hey. I feel like a show similar to that. It's not, not that my wife watches. I know. I feel like I know a lot of people who watch It's Always Sunny yeah. and constantly tried to get me to watch it. And I just... I just refuse. I, I was just, that guy. I was that yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, even before you, before you started watching it, I knew we had like other people in our circle who would try to get us to Dan watch Godwin it. Dan Godwin was always trying to get us to watch it. Well, what I'm about to say does not apply to Dan Godwin. Got it. Okay. Uh, I felt like everyone who tried to get me to watch it, except for Dan Godwin, uh, were just like idiot jerks. And I was like, I don't, I don't trust these people's opinion, and I'm not going to watch the show just because of who's yeah. telling me to it, watch it. And it's funny too because you're right; those people are all idiot jerks, and it doesn't take away from the show, but you realize after watching the show, or if you ever were to watch the show, they were watching the show for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah. They, I know, they I know didn't you, understand what the show was. You know the people I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, I do. Because, uh, you know, we run in the same circle. I was like, I don't, yeah. I, I'm not going to listen to anything these people tell me to yeah. do. Yep. Uh, hey, you were talking about losing your voice earlier. Yeah. And you guys have been doing this long enough that um, that's mostly your tool for yeah. this. Uh, does that happen a lot? No, for I, me, no. Like, I, I mean, even through the years, like when you're doing RVB and it's like, oh, we have like these yelling scenes and all this stuff. Was that ever an issue for you guys? Is that anything you ever like really ran into? 
For me, no. Uh, I think the worst is like if I have to spend a couple hours like uh, like doing efforts or yelling, my voice might get a little weird at the end. But I don't. I think this this might be the first time I lost it in decades. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm trying not to speak in absolutes uh, anymore, but I'm gonna right here. I don't think I've ever lost my voice. I don't think I've ever come close. Mm-hmm. I, like I recognize that it happens. I've seen people with like people we've known in the past have lost their voice regu- semi-regularly at times and it's like it's one of those things where I just don't know how it happened like I've yelled as much as I could possibly yell and it's just like I've never I've never even felt like I've damaged my voice it always sounds the same you got the golden voice no it's not really gold cords. about it I've got a tinfoil voice but it is fucking it is consistent s- consistent and solid I mean, all through the years like even doing efforts RVD nah, was never. like so much voice acting and everything and it's and, and it's primarily you guys. I don't even know what it would feel like. I think about it sometimes. Like, what is it like to well, lose your voice mm-hmm. and not be able to talk? I don't even, I, I don't know. Well, I think for us, for RVB, it's so close to our regular voice anyway. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just, it just amounts to talking. Did that happen with, any, like, Matt or anyone else that was, like, like put, like, <laughs> I feel like Bernie's on? lost his voice a couple yeah, times. Yeah, he, he would have to make was hot nice? tea. He was, he was who I was talking about. Yeah, he would have yeah. to make hot tea every now and then to, like, yeah. uh, shock his, vo- his vocal cords back I'm, into working. I think it happens to a lot of people. I've seen it happen to Jack before, too. I think oh, it's really? a fairly common thing. I don't know what the difference is. Um, I've just been lucky, yeah. I guess. You never ran Everything into, else like, is broken. Yeah. <laughs> you never ran into production delays for voices, but just for root canals and... Yeah. General other grievances, things a, like that. A couple weeks ago, we talked about um, Nick having to sub in for Jason <laughs> in an episode of Red versus Blue. Uh-huh. And yeah. I, at the time, for some reason, I couldn't remember the line. But the line—it's in season one. It's an early episode. It's what I couldn't—I ki- couldn't hear you over the sound of your constant team killing. Yeah. Oh. When you, when Tucker's talking to um, uh, Caboose, mm. there it is. I—I I, I think I just said it was like a. A it's dumb cool that line. you remembered it. Yeah, like it's I, crazy. I, 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 I couldn't remember hear it. you. I remember talk it. of your constant team killing. <laughs> yeah, that's how he delivered it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just it was it was bothering me that I couldn't say the line when we mentioned yeah. it, and I remembered it as soon as we were done recording. Here's a memory from that time. Okay. I, I realize we've been talking about TV shows the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. So here's a a, a a memory from that era uh, that Gus triggered with me. When we used to make, I'm, I'm going back to season one of Red vs. Blue, which was when that happened. Mm-hmm. Jason was living in New York with the power. They had that huge three-day power outage. Yeah. He couldn't record, so we had Nick do it. Uh, by the way, I saw Nick the other day. He's doing great. Looks good. good. Uh, got coffee with him. Um, when, we were th- when we were doing season one of RVB, and it was all very fresh and new, we'd go over after work, and we would, you know, Bernie would lay out the audio tracks. Eventually, other people took that over, but Bernie would lay out all the audio tracks in like a, on a timeline in audition or... Final Cut or whatever. Cool Edit Pro 2000? Yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> Windows Movie Maker. And, uh... <clears throat> Sorry, I lost my voice. <laughs> uh, and, uh... We would, you know... He would play... He would just play, like, uh, like one line. It'd be Nick saying that. Uh, couldn't hear you over your constant team killing. And, you, you know, you would just try to head bob to the movements, right? But what I would do subconsciously... And, and I didn't know I was doing it, but it got under Bernie's skin. Maybe it got under Gus's skin, too, but it got under Bernie's skin, skin so fast, he would scream at me and yell at me to stop. And I wouldn't stop because I couldn't stop because I didn't know I was doing it. I would say the lines out loud for every character, for every line in Red vs. Blue as I did a take and mock them oh, and make really? fun of them. <laughs> And it, see, like at first you were on board. You were like, "Yeah, I could see that. It's like a performance uh-huh, thing. You keep uh-huh. it on board." And then it's like, "Oh wait, it's Jeff we're talking about." <laughs> and I just didn't know I was doing it. It was one of those things, and I recognized it was my failing. Like, 
we hated to record with Jason. I love Jason, but we hated to record with Jason because he was, he would, after about 10 minutes, he would get bored and start throwing grenades. And then he would do so much damage, we'd be like, Jason, we gotta, like, reset the whole fucking map now. It's gonna be like, you just set us back 30 minutes because you couldn't not he, shoot a gun for one second. He would get bored? Yeah. I mean, it's boring work. Yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. What? It, it was brutal. Yeah, and it, that was my pet peeve. It used to drive me crazy because then we'd have to reset the fucking tank up and everything again. Do you remember how you could make scorch marks on other parts of the map? Uh-huh. Like if you made enough damage on another part of the map, the you damage yours go away. In yours would go really? away. Right? There's yeah. only so much damage that could be displayed on the map at one time. <gasps> so if you created scorches on another area, the, the ones you were filming at would uh, would disappear. I mean, all kinds of dumb stuff, like four people can't have a flashlight turned on at the same time in Halo 1. What? Just dumb shit. Yeah, like, you, you, would, you never knew that. You, did you know you. that there were flashlights on the guns in Halo 1? There were. Uh, pointless. Uh, however, yeah, that was my thing, and it used to piss Bernie off. And then I, I, I half felt bad about it, but then also, like, pissing Bernie off was kind of like, you know, why, why I got up in the morning. It was my... It was my uh, hello, <laughs> baby. <laughs> First thing I heard when I woke up in the morning is like, how do I annoy this man? Uh, and so, but I did it for like the entire time I had bobbed. I couldn't not ridicule and mock everybody's acting performances, yeah. including my own, mm-hmm. which were also terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah. We were terrible. <laughs> um, so talking about that, when I said cool edit pro, it, it, it made me angry again. Oh, good. Um, the that's the software that initially was used for all the audio recorders. Cool Edit, it was Cool Edit Pro. Then it was they like updated to Cool Edit Pro two thousand, and it was like freeware. Like if you it was you could just download it from them. Then if you wanted to like unlock all the features, you could pay like thirty bucks, and then you could like you know you had like full features of the software. And then Adobe bought them. Oh no way! They changed the splash screen on startup from Cool Edit Pro to Adobe Audition, and then it was six hundred dollars. It was the exact same program. They just changed the fucking splash screen, and it became Adobe Audition, and they marked it up twentyfold. Mother, fuck! It went from a free program that you could pay thirty dollars if you wanted to to Audition. Okay, which well, I still use to this day. Let I record <laughs> let, an audition. Let me let me ask this because I I I do I do believe this. Are is Adobe? The most useful company that has done everything they can to fuck themselves and their user base more than probably anyone else. They are changing it again where, like, all of their creative suite stuff is going to be a monthly cost. Yeah. So you can't just get the program, pay for a year, whatever it is. It's like, well, if you want to use Photoshop, which every fucking person does, every artist that I know and everything... They Illustrator, Photoshop, all this stuff. Thumbnail maker. It's, yep, there, there you go. go. It, and it like it, it's a monthly cost. We're a company, <laughs> yeah. so people afford it. My friend Andrew, who just does this stuff, is like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Back in the old days, you just had a friend who yes. went to Texas State or UT oh, yeah. you, yep. or you bought ACC. an educational copy uh-huh. and bought you a copy. Yep. Um, yeah, I had and and on top of that, there's like the internet connectivity yes. portion too. The other day. We lost power at the studio, then the power came back up, but the internet was still down, and I needed to record some audio pickups, so I fired up Audition, but my login had expired, uh-huh. and I needed to re-log in, but our internet was down, so I couldn't log into Adobe, so it wouldn't let me launch Audition. It's like, I own this, I am paying for this program, or well, I'm not, you know, a right. company, this program is being paid for, mm-hmm. and I can't use it right now because our internet isn't working. I have to, like ask around and find someone else's computer I could use Audition at because I couldn't 
authenticate on my. Similarly, the other day, I went to get ready to record an episode, and uh, I was told that my license had expired, and I no longer had access to yeah. Adobe Suite. And I, I had, had to message Eric and say, like, can you, can somebody please pay a credit card? I had bill? to I had to talk to Dante in IT, and he's like, I, I got you, I got you, no problem. It's <laughs> like, why do we even have to do this? So dumb. Yep. So annoying. And I feel like I'm like, can I please? I really do use it all the time. Can I please get it back? I feel like I have to justify. But with me, I I feel like I feel bad because I I I do use audition. I do use like, but I use it so shittily. (laughs) It's like I'm not good at it, and I use it so irregularly Mm -hmm. that I feel guilty that anyone has to pay for my access to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I I just insane. Yeah. It's just dumb. Crazy. I hate. I hate Adobe so much. But like, is that what you guys edited on? Like, wh- like, what did you edit on when you were doing Red vs. Blue? We yeah, did. So it was we Premier, right? started okay. with Premiere, mm-hmm. and then well, I don't know if Red vs. Blue ever changed. We switched over to Achievement Hunter to Final Cut for many years. I feel like we were doing RVB and Final. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we switched. It did. It switched. The whole company switched over to Mac. Yeah. when we were downtown, and so then we did Final Cut for years but and years the, and years uh, until uh, they. Uh, 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 just, just to be clear, you say we switched to Mac. Premiere was available on the Mac as well. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. We switched to Mac and Final Cut. Yeah. And then I think it was uh, when Apple discontinued Final Cut Pro, we switched back. Right when they went to Final X. Cut X. Yeah. And then we just we just uh, we switched back to Premiere. And I don't think the company's ever moved back. Mm-hmm. Some people use. I know Gavin and Jack still edit in Final Cut. I, I have not used Final Cut X. It came out. I used it. I tried to use it briefly. It yeah. was not ready. Me too. So I went back to Premiere. Yep. Yep. And it was like that. That's it. And everyone swears it's good now, and that they fixed all of those issues. But it's like, I, I've already made the switch. Well, I can't you go, jump back. Also, not, the work not that I'm doing a ton the of workflow editing. from Final Cut Seven to or or Final Cut Pro to yeah. Audition is there. It's almost seamless. Yeah. Yep. There, the, you get a ch- you you have to relearn a couple of like quick key mm. commands, but that's it. Yeah. The architecture is all the same. Final Cut X was a whole different animal. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people are moving to DaVinci, DaVinci Resolve, mm. and all that stuff because mm. it's it feels like it's that rollback to what Premiere and Adobe were doing before, and you didn't have to be always online and all like this other stuff. But I haven't seen it in so long that I don't know if that's still how it is. So people might have just gone, "Hey, fuck this." <laughs> As long as we're not working in Sony Vegas, I'm happy to use whatever it is. <laughs> Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair I've ever worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. From childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions, Shady Rays is making a lasting impact on their lives through sunglasses. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. So for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code ANMA for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourselves the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. This episode sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm sure we've all been there. You know, we're uh, learning about ourselves as time goes on, trying to uh, unlock key new things inside of our brains, inside of our, our own beings. 
Well, getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because, you know, we're always growing and changing. Uh, I know I've been through that. I've changed, you know, a little bit in the, the 20 years I've been doing this, uh, this job here. Uh, well, therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until, you know, we talk through those things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You, if you want, you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anma. I spend a lot of time doing podcasts. I think you know that about me. Chances are you probably know that about me. And sometimes in the middle of a conversation, I'll have to look something up. And uh, I wonder to myself, like, man, that must be really, that would be really embarrassing if someone saw what that search was without any context. I'm glad that I'm on camera right now talking about this thing so that there is appropriate context for it. And I know you're probably thinking, why don't you just use incognito mode? Well, let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. doesn't matter who your internet service provider is. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP cannot see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Uh, most of the time, don't even know ExpressVPN's on. Runs seamlessly in the background, so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, boom, you're protected. ExpressVPN's available on all your devices, phones, computers, even smart TV. There's no excuse for you not to be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by Business Insider. Visit our link at expressvpn.com slash anma. Get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash anma. Expressvpn.com slash anma to learn more. You know, I used to know a guy, uh, a friend of mine, he was my neighbor, who was a video game developer in Austin. Um, and then he... His wife uh, got, I think, into a PhD program up in Madison, Wisconsin. So he, they moved, mm -hmm. but he became he left the video game industry and started uh, got a job up at Sony, and he ended up like being the coder for Sony Vegas. And oh I want to say God. at this, this was like maybe early two thousands. Uh -huh. And I want to say like I talked to him once or twice after they moved, and he was like a, it was like a two man operation oh my god for like sony vegas i think sony pretty much like decided they didn't give a fuck and he was like yeah it's pretty much just me and the other dude we authored the dvd like yeah you know, we just like i was like a one-man shop dude kinda. i know so many people who stole from that guy <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about video game developers in austin and it triggered a memory and i'm, I'm gonna speak broadly because i don't want to Good. um uh, right identify this person definitively but we had a friend of a friend who uh, was a video game developer. This is before Rooster Teeth. This is back when we were working at the call center. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And <laughs> this friend of a friend had, was like, was was a, a local video game developer, had uh, developed some games that you've probably played. Uh, like some very well-known games. Guarantee you've played yeah. at least he, at least one of them. And in his, in, at least in his development career before he started his own company. Right. Okay. And um, he, uh, you know, started his own video game development company, got a, uh, a license for a very big intellectual property. <laughs> and uh, 
was like, yeah, you know, we're making this game, blah, 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 all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, it's funny. All these people come out of the woodworks wanting to work with us just because we have this intellectual property. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like I got an email the other day from some dipshit audio guy named Danny Elfman who wants to make who music would, for us. Who would not leave it alone. And I'm like, we're not interested. And it's like, he just he keeps berating me because he loves this property so much. And I'm like, and then we had to be like, do you know who fucking Danny Elfman is? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know, don't, know, don't care. Yeah, it was like, man. <laughs> it was like, you... I don't think the game ever came out. The game did come out. Did it? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. To middling reviews. Ooh. Uh, but it, it's just funny how um, sometimes media doesn't translate like that. Like, you think of Danny Elfman as being a huge name. And huge. Like you say that, and huge. Because people know who it is, but then other people have no fucking clue. Crazy. You're contemporaries. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, who you are, what you've done, or, yeah. you know, the accolades that, uh, like, that you've received. Like Jake, Paul, and Gavin. It's like, I, I think... Peers. <laughs> I think I might have. I think I might have told an element of this story on this podcast, so I won't go deep into it. But uh, Gus and I uh, worked at a at the call center, yep. and we became a outsourced. It was outsourced outsourced technical support for ISPs. It's called seamless integration. You called TXU Communications. You thought you were talking to them, but you were really talking to us. Uh, we had a big client in Dallas that we spent up spending a lot of time with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if they're still a company. Anymore. I don't think so. I, I looked them up a couple of years ago, but I don't know. They were called Vario. I don't know if they're still around. Okay. But uh, we were up there doing some cross training one time, and one of the dudes there who was like above me mm-hmm. and a tech guy was complaining about a customer complaining about some bullshit website called Amazon. And he didn't know what Amazon was. And I had to explain to this dude what Amazon was. <laughs> and he looked at me like I was such an asshole. Like, nobody cares, man. And this would have been 99 or 2000? 2000, probably. At least 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Or 2001. Yeah. Like, Amazon was Amazon. Mm-hmm. Still, at that point. Yeah. yeah they, post.com. They, it was what? earlier. Yeah. But, Before, yeah. But, yeah, but still, you, you knew who that was. And I just remember thinking, like, how can this dude be in this world, in this tech world that we all live in, and have never heard of the largest online retailer yep. of all time? And it's just like, it just, it just is that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Man. You guys run into that anymore? What, like, people just not knowing something? Yeah, but, like, people that, like, you're, again, contemporaries with, not like, oh, my mom doesn't know what Netflix is. Like, I, f- I feel like everything's so plugged in. The only thing you really miss is memes. I feel like everyone else knows all this other bullshit. Yeah, I feel like I'm that Vario guy now. Yeah. More than anything. Like, in my late... I'm fucking 47. I'll be yeah. 48 this year, which is ridiculous. Mm. Uh, and I am... I felt... I felt a moment about a year ago where I let go of pop culture. Yeah. And I felt like from that moment on, I've I've started to become less and less in tune with things and I'm more and more like on the outskirts and I have to have shit explained to me a lot or I just don't bother right you know anymore mm-hmm. uh, but yeah I've become the person that we were we're railing against yeah I think it happens to everybody I think so too you uh, just don't have the bandwidth you have other things that occupy you have you. the bandwidth you just don't have the desire I, to put the effort into it so I think. the thing that I'm running into is that I think that I feel like at this point I'm seeing just the regurgitation of stuff I've already seen. So I it's hard for me to give a shit about this thing that people are talking about now. It's like, have you heard the song? It's like, well, I heard the song that this is ripping off. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you listened to Olivia Rodrigo's new album? I have heard Elvis Costello's Pump It Up before. So, yes, I have heard most of this album. It, uh, it's very, it's just very weird. It's not to say any of it's bad. Yeah. None of it's bad. The stuff that I know is all just regurgitation from previous generations, so it doesn't matter. It's all fucking cyclical. It's, and that's it. I would like to illustrate that point with a joke. 
I that's not my joke. I went to uh, I've been going to stand up a lot in uh-huh. town lately, and I went to stand up last Thursday, and I saw I don't remember the comedian's name, so I can't credit him, but it was a dude at uh, at the Vulcan Gas Company last Thursday, okay. a local comedian who had such a funny fucking joke. Mm-hmm. He basically said, he's talked about that. He's like, yeah, people talk about how politics is worse than it's ever been. Uh, The civil discourse is crazier than it's ever been. We've got presidents like Trump and Biden who are like, Breaking the law, or lunatics, or old and enfeebled, and we've never had we've never had like this kind of turmoil around a president. And he goes, John F. Kennedy mm-hmm. fucked Marilyn Monroe <laughs> while he was president. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's way <laughs> crazier than the shit that's going on right now. He was like, that. can you imagine like the pre- the most important person in the world had an affair with the with the most but, famous celebrity yep. in the world while in the White House. And the joke part was he was like, that would be like if Joe Biden had sex with Pete Davidson right now. <laughs> Which I thought was a really funny joke. The biggest but celebrity also, in the world. Yeah. It's also so fucking true if you think about it. Like, there's, it's a... Nothing is new. It's all cycles. It's yeah. a, it's just, yeah. You people, just, people talk about, you know, Biden being old, which he fucking is. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, I also remember... Reagan, Reagan had dementia. Like, yeah, <laughs> they hid they hid Reagan's dementia for a couple yeah, it, of years while he was president. And I get it. Um, people who have uh, never experienced that stuff because they were born after nine eleven are uh, making a video about how this shit's so crazy. And it's like we we did this. Mm-hmm. We've already we already did this. We already did yeah. the crazy old guy thing yeah. in the eighties. Who was who? And even further back, uh, who was the president that had a stroke? So his wife hid it. And then, like, essentially, was president for him. Oh, I don't know. Because That's they wouldn't, awesome. they wouldn't reveal his stroke. Uh, it was back, like, in the '30s. Wow. God, who was it? I, I'm, I'm sure Willard we'll Fillmore. <laughs> She'll get a comment uh, telling us who it James was. James Garfield, yeah, fucking idiots. Uh, no, it's true. It's like you mentioned 9/11. I still, to this day, I think about every time I go to the airport. Didn't I used to just be able to walk yep. in yeah. here and yep. wa- like pick somebody up from the airport uh, at the gate, and yeah. I didn't have to take my fucking shoes off and be treated like I'm a criminal? That's right. Going into a fucking like a courthouse. Uh-huh. Now, now we're doing Anva. <laughs> All right, yeah. Now <laughs> we're like, doing Anva. The world has changed, baby. We're back. All right, this is good. Um, I do want to talk about this coffee and where we are. Oh right. <laughs> Uh, we had to pivot because somebody has to get a root canal. So we went whoop, to whoop. Uh, so we went to Palomino, which is a place that we wanted to do before, but uh, ended up and did now. Shout out! Shout out to Louis Medina. Yeah. So uh, his favorite coffee shop. In it town. is. It's a little spot that is in a very gentrifying neighborhood mm-hmm. of Austin, Texas. Uh, it feels like it's right on the line of like where people go and where people don't go and like where people go oh you should, oh, don't go to that part of town and then you drive through it and you're like this is fine there's nothing it's this fine. is fine. fine there's no um, part of Austin like the that. people no. who are telling you that are don't fucking know Austin yeah, yeah. absolutely um, it is a nice little coffee shop parking ran out very quickly in yeah. that co- which it's, is it's very a, weird it's a weird parking lot they have they have marked spots in the middle of the parking yeah. lot like where there's, there shouldn't be spots yeah um, but Nice little spot. Seems very neighborhoody. A lot of people inside. A few yeah. people outside. Nowhere for us to record. So we came, what, two blocks down the street? We're yeah. at Givens Park. Um, Never been here before. Givens like a, District like Park. A baseball field over there. Yeah. Definitely have driven by this. These are some long. A hundred times. Long picnic tables or some long benches I that think, they have set up here. I think that this is a great place to have your quinceanera inside or your quinceanera outside. 
That is what this feels like to yeah. me. Yeah, okay. This is this is a park where you can rent this like inside little area. The or, recreation center. Yeah, and and if the rec center is like taken, oh, you can just do it outside. There's all these like huge tables, huge long tables to do this at. Pretty, I bet this place is packed on a Saturday. Oh, absolutely. Pretty, pretty fucking nice baseball field over there. Yeah, take a look at. It's uh not too bad <laughs> for it's, our purposes. Uh, it's definitely locked. Every yeah. baseball field in Austin, Texas, is locked. It's wild. Why, why would that they you let people use want, it? People yeah. to play baseball in this. Town. Yep. Uh, fucking crazy. So, what do you think about the coffee that you just had? Gus, you got the Americano. Jeff, you got the cold brew. I got the regular drip. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's not, like, mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's pretty it's solid. Uh, like an eight. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say about Palomino. Okay. Because I've been coming here off and on for a while. Okay. Uh, I love everything about Palomino. Oh. Ambiance. Mm-hmm. Decor. The people that work there, was, there are lovely. There was a cool dog in there. There's a cool dog in there. They have these like the little shelving, like Adobe shelving yep. thing they built up is so cool. The cactuses that they built out of cacti. Uh, cacti. Sorry, thank you, Gus. Yeah. The cacti outside, uh, the stone cacti or metal cacti yeah. are awesome. I love everything about Palomino except, but the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> this is, mine's good. It is the iced coffee. There is. I remember this every time I get it. And I go, oh right, it's very bitter. Mm. Uh, oh. Interesting. Interesting. This is a great cup of coffee. I'm gonna give it a okay, six. Okay, good. I, I felt like maybe no. I, I was off base here. A six. Yeah. Wow. This is like an eight or a nine yeah, to me. This good. is this I'm, is a this is a damn fine cup of coffee. Maybe I'll switch to hot coffee yep. only at Palomino because I like the place so much. <laughs> I don't want to bash it, uh-huh. but I just don't like their cold brew. I will say. Wasn't that hot, so you could really get after it. Oh, uh, which is my complaint with a yeah. lot of coffee places yeah. is they keep drip coffee so Scorching. fucking hot. But this didn't taste burned. This has like a nice, I don't know what kind of coffee it is, but it has like a nice like little sourness to it. Yeah, uh, without mm-hmm. being like acidic, it's a very nice cup of coffee. I really do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, okay, good. I'm glad we're on yeah. the same coffee wave. Yeah, yeah. B- before we. In. I don't know how much longer uh, we got. We got like ten minutes. We got to figure some stuff out. You're good. What's Gus, up? did you uh, did you watch the Jake Paul fight yesterday? No, no. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> Eric and I did. Yeah. Oh. Why? Yeah. Because somebody wanted to make pizza. Is it content. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it. <laughs> I want. And it was smashing success. Uh, Jeff is a pizza master now. I'm definitely not a pizza master, but I am no longer scared of the pizza oven. He's throwing dough in the air and spinning it with really? his knuckles did, and stuff. Did, yeah. And, like, every pizza that he made was better than the last one. Yeah. And we were—I probably ate a whole pizza. Like, they were, like, little, what, 12-inch maybe, yeah, like something like ne- that. Neapolitan pizzas or whatever. I probably ate a whole pizza. You're a pizza it, monster. They are so— Good. He had all the toppings laid out and the semolina you lay down and put the nice. stuff on. And man, it was, he's controlling the heat on his big pizza oven outside. You know the difference great. this time? Hmm. Last time we did it for the face yeah. thing, I watched one YouTube video. Uh huh. Yesterday morning when I got up, I watched two YouTube oh, videos. Double the knowledge. Double yeah. the knowledge. Uh, right. Do you know what else is different? He bought dough from uh, Home Slice. Uh, Central Market, there actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> Central Market sells pizza dough. $1.99 for a. Yep. A, Little thing. Yep. It was great. It was really nice. Uh, getting together and my wife with her broken arm. Oh. Having and keep giving her fresh sodas <laughs> to hold. Yeah, she's holding cold cans of soda oh. to help with the bruising. Anyway, we watched. We got together and, and watched the Jake Paul uh, yeah. Tommy Fury fight. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, not because of a Jake Paul fan. I'm not a fan, actually. Who won? Uh, Tommy Fury. Tommy won. Fury actually won by decision. I am I a Tommy Fury do. fan. Yeah. Okay. Because he is the younger brother of Tyson Fury, and you know I'm a huge lifelong boxing fan. Uh, but uh, not only that, I uh, he was uh, he was one of the most successful couples on Love Island. 
Okay. Tommy Fury and there you Molly go. May. I'm, I'm learning a lot. Well, he's had a baby named Bambi. Just adorable. Bambi Fury. Can, can you believe that? Like what? That's stupid. He came out like when he was doing his walk to the ring and everything. He also came out to CCR, oh, <laughs> fortunate right. son. With his and he's British. much more successful British <laughs> yeah, older brother behind him. He's wearing like a vest and it says Bambi across the front with a butterfly on it. And it was like, what happened? <sighs> very, very weird. Very weird. But it was fun. Um, yeah, it, 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 you, you said something. Can, uh -huh. I, can I pivot and tell a oh, quick please, story? Please, please, please. please. You know, we've done uh, a lot of events mm -hmm. over the years. Uh, normally, when you go to like a convention or something, uh, you'll have a panel. You go out and you, you show stuff or you know do have, Q and A or whatever. Have you ever done anything with Jake Paul? No, never okay. have. Um, and I remember one time, one of the one of the first PAXs. You know, we were up at Seattle at uh, at, at PAX, and our our panel was after like the the main Gabe and Tycho panel. And uh, I wanted to, you know, kind of check out their panel. So I showed up early uh -huh. and I was waiting backstage as, uh, you know, everyone's coming in to sit, to get seated for the Gabe and Tycho panel. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're there. Uh, Robert's there. And, you know, everyone gets seated. It's, uh, it's go time. And, they, you know, they're playing music as people are filtering in. Yeah. And, you know, they're, uh, they're about to go out on stage and Broken Wings is playing. Oh, my God. In the, in the, in the room. And they go out on stage to Broken Wings. And I remember I turned to Robert and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Broken wings?" <laughs> He's like, "What a way to get the audience pumped to see this panel. You're playing Broken Wings." That is so. What what was the audience's reaction? Did they just sort of like they started like hey, you know clapping? They were excited to it's see him. Their audience, right? Uh, but uh, like at that point, and you know, he was like, "Well, what? What do you want?" I was like, well, you know, "What do you want for your panel?" I was like. Hustling by Rick Ross. Uh, hell and I don't yeah. know if you remember yeah. that. We went out that that, rules. to the, the we were in the next panel. It's like Hustling by Rick yep. Ross was playing. Yep. We would do that. We would go out to Ghetto Boys a lot. Hell yeah. yeah. That was a uh, Mega 64. Our panel philosophy was always everyone else is going to sit and talk. Everyone walks to like their thing and they go, Hi, we'll uh, take some questions. We just said, What if we came out to Ole 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 by Ricky Martin? <laughs> <laughs> that is such, that gets the crowd pumped. Yeah. That's the plan. You have to put on. A show hustling, great fucking song to walk out to. That's great. Like, it's pro wrestling. You have yes. to get the crowd pumped. Pick a song. Don't pick your favorite Lincoln Park song. Get fucked. Shut up. Pick a song that everyone knows. A guy came out last night, went to a show, came out to lick it up. Lick it up sucks. Lick it up with a crowd of drunk people. Fucking rules. <laughs> That's so everyone's standing up screaming, lick it up. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. That's gotta get people hyped. That's it, yeah. man. That's the power of having a good walkout song. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a good walkout song. I do hollow notes. Hollow notes yeah. is hard to beat. Yeah, dreams come true. Where it goes <laughs> at the beginning, people would be like, what the fuck is this? That's awesome. Such a good one. What is your favorite hollow notes song? And I ask because I don't know if you know this about mm -hmm. Hollow Notes, my favorite band my entire childhood. First concert, Are you serious? first concert I ever went to. Are you, really? I still own all my original Hollow Notes vinyl. Uh, I went to the Big Band Boom tour and uh, when I was 11 for my birthday. Holy uh, shit! He's a big oat head. Big. I'm a big oat head. I'm an odor, uh, and uh, and still to this day consider myself to be a huge Hollow Notes fan. Wow. Um, Rich Girl. Rich Girl's a good song. I think Rich Girl's incredible. I think that's such a good song. I think it's alone too long. Hmm. Okay. What? I like. For me, 
it, it's dumb. It's man eater. Mm. Yeah, love, that's I, I love that song when I was a kid because I thought it was about a shark. Shark. Yeah. 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 It's like I didn't understand what the song was about until I was much older. I was like, oh, it's a cool song about a shark. That's what Gavin said that his walkout music would be is he would pick Hall and Oates Man Eater and people would think this might be about a shark. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's not. I think ever I think most people will say uh private eyes. Private eyes is a good one. It's a great that's a big Sarah Smiles. Hit. That's a good song. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's so many. Yeah. But yeah, alone, alone, alone. Hmm. Yeah. Came out the year I was born. I'm, I was, yeah. They have a song like Radio, something. Oh, what the fuck was that? Like early Hall and Oates before they got like a little softer. Uh, something about. Ah, I don't know. You know they're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sold over seventy million records. Wow, it's a fucking crime, huh? That's I think uh, that's, that's, pro- that's just publicity, right? You just pay to get in yeah, there. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A, it's like a star in the Hollywood Walk of I Fame. I think. I assume. I don't know. Doesn't. Daryl Hall do like he has like a barn or something and like bands. Daryl's house. Yeah, yeah, that shit's cool. He's also a weirdo. Like I don't. Oh, hundred like, percent. Like, like he might be a like an, a problematic weirdo. I yeah. don't know. Okay. I haven't followed kept up with him. Okay. But I remember a couple years ago he was getting a little weird. He's he got Lyme disease. Oh, many really? years ago, and that's kind of what derailed Hall and Oates for a little that. bit. Yeah, and he became like really anti deer. That's all and, I really like, know about to him. To eradicate. Like wanted to eradicate deer off the planet because they carry deer ticks, okay. uh, carry Lyme which give you Lyme disease. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's he that's wanted really to eradicate deer. It sounds like he's out of touch, uh. <laughs> out of time. <laughs> uh, okay. I think we're the ones out of time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see what some guesses are for this name because we're gonna get it before this mug comes out. If the mug is yeah, coming I need out, to up. Where, where the hell's our mug? Uh, Tony messaged me the other day and he's like, "We're we're doing it. Like okay. it's we're we're getting on with it. We gotta like oh. we'll, we'll figure it out." But um, it's I think the mug is I think the mug is happening. Okay, we just have to wait because it is. I think what we're asking for isn't as easy as just going, hey, make this. Lame. Yeah. Um, annoying Me Always. That's from Chester Chivo. That's Great a good name. one, but no. Uh, audience Matt again. High T loads only. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one, too. No. <laughs> uh, and More Again from Atomics. Mm, that's, that's very dream logic. But mm-hmm. no, I, 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 it's not a hint, but okay. I, I like the way that person thinks. That, that's, that's finally like some nonsense in there. Mm-hmm. I think nonsense is probably the thing that is uh, probably in there. Another Monday Americano. Oh, that's that would be good because I do always order an Americano. Uh huh. No. Oh. Um, Gus, any or Gus, Jeff, anything that's jumping out at you is uh, is the first word and. Do you really want me to say? No. No. <laughs> no. I hadn't considered that. I also hadn't really and, thought and, about and, it. Like and and what was the one that the, the Gus liked that was dream logic? Uh and more anything or something like that? Yeah. How about and me again? No. Uh, man. Um man, I'm fucking stumped. I can't <laughs> wait for this goddamn mug to come out. You need a bug. Yeah, I know. Know. you need, need a mug <laughs> to help you out. Mug. We're going to get it. Speaking Ooh. of hospitals, a little uh, Starflight audio texture there. Oh yeah. Um another memoir Austin, but we know Austin is not in the name, right? Correct. <laughs> Having that was a big, that was a big. It was a revelation. One. Yeah. The, the the book of Gus. Animal revelation. meat audio. <laughs> no. Uh, and I'm just thinking of the Muppet animal. Yeah. You know, I, a direction I thought we were going to go with this episode, and then we yep. didn't. Uh, we zagged instead of zigged. Uh, we started talking about Grey's Anatomy and television shows. Yep. Something maybe we should do in a future episode is talk about Austin as it appears in public. 
Oh, oh that's such media. a good idea. A good like TV shows that yep. have been filmed in Austin or that appear in, like, yep. The Office at yep. the end. Fucking everybody moved to Austin. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, even though I never saw it, I just heard about it. Right, right. The Leftovers. The Leftovers. Uh, I never saw that, but... God, that's such a good show. You yeah, watch you, it. I, yeah. I think you have to suffer some uh, blows for it, and then it like really starts. It's only off. three seasons. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Really, it's so good. Last yeah. of Us, right? Yeah, yeah. first it in episode. Austin, mm-hmm. first episode. Yeah, you guys did that video where like you tried to drive around and find it, right? Yeah. Um, you tried to find the Last of Us. Yeah, the opening. They part? tried to find oh, the really? first of the Last yeah, of Us. Uh, That's a good show. That whole area is very different now. Oh, they yeah, did it for a great the show. They did it for. I've the never played the. The game, game you, before you shouldn't. Uh, but why not? man, is it a good show? It's the same reason why Sean couldn't. He tried, like, had a real hard, hard time. Hard dad stuff. Because at the beginning, yeah. it's yeah. real hard dad stuff, I and do then it. the rest of the game yeah. is him becoming a dad again and doing hard dad stuff. And Sean went, yeah, I don't know. About it's, this. A, it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's a great. It's, it's a great it, video game. Very good I w- show. I will say the show. I think is better. I, I feel oh, like oh, the, I ga- the game was great. But I think um, you know they, they went through and they were like, let's polish out some of the rough spots yeah. or let's further flesh out some things that we couldn't get around to in the game. Mm-hmm. And the show benefits from well, that. And answer this for me, because when I watch the show, I get the impression that it is, I mean, it's clearly not a zombie show. Right. It's not about zombies. It's about like, it's about uh, the horrors that humans do to each yeah. other. Yes. And the zombies are just like an annoyance. The, game, the game is similar. The game is similar? Yeah, okay. the game's okay. like that. I wonder if that was the yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the game cool. is definitely like that. I think this is... I think they used video games to be able to tell their story, but it was not the medium they should have mm. told the story in because now they have the proper medium to tell their story yeah, and convey their emotion and have an actual like whole front and back to it that like they figured it out. Um, it- I think it's cool that it started as a video game, but uh, I think the worst thing about the show is the video game elements where... Oh my god, this standoff is so tense. This is fucking crazy. What's going to happen to all these characters that I love? Oh my god, a big monster. Yeah. That is the worst thing about this show and you can't fault it because that is what it is. And you're like, "Oh, here's the platforming." That's it. Portion. Yeah, and you how come how come these parts are painted yellow so I know where to go? Here's the st- <laughs> here's the stealth portion. Well, yeah. what, what what's funny to me is uh, last night's episode um, I, I've only seen two episodes no, five, no, no, so no spoilers. No, 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 no spoiler here. Last night's episode is almost entirely flashback. Yeah. Because it was the DLC it's for the, the game. It's the DLC. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's all it, the DLC. Right. It's like what you played later that fleshed out when, the oh, flashback stuff. When I heard that's what it was, I was talking to a friend and I went, okay, so somebody is going to get captured or bunked on the head or knocked out or taken away and it's going to be all flashback to... Remember the DLC, yeah. and uh, then the show came out, and I went. Remember the DLC. Yep. I tell you one thing that I like about it so far is uh, I have no idea where it's going. Oh, really? Like I. Oh, that's great. The only thing I knew about Last of Us mm. was uh, there's zombies called clickers, which yeah. I know now because I see the show, and I'd heard that phrase before. But that's really all I knew. That's cool. Then yeah. you're then you're in for it. Then and you're so really I have no. It. I have a thing happened at the end of episode five, uh-huh. and Emily was like, "Well, that's not." The, I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen yeah. it, but Emily was like, that's not, is that character dying? And I was like. That was episode six. Was it six? Yeah. And I was like, I honestly don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't. I have I have no clue. It's uh, it's good. It's the right medium to tell that story. And also, uh, Pedro Pascal uh, just kind of doesn't miss uh, in anything. Also, God. watching him do Damn. a Troy Baker voice is very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just like a Spanish dude doing a Troy Baker voice is very funny. Did you see, uh, did you see the Nicolas Cage movie? 
No, I didn't watch it. He's in that. Yeah. And he's yeah, he's, <laughs> he's fantastic at everything. And you're saying he does not miss. Nuh-uh. Like, he is just hit after hit after yeah. hit. But, uh, yeah, that Nicholas K, the unbearable weight, weight of weight massive of, talent. Massive yeah, talent. Yeah. He's really good in that. Yeah. That's a really good movie in he's general. He's in an episode but, yeah. of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. He's been around for a really long time. Yeah, he has. He's been around for a very, very long time. He uh, he saved Baby Yoda, so I hear. I haven't oh, seen that show. Oh, Baby Yoda, come back, do new season. Well, that's... And that girl, and the girl that plays Ellie, she was in Hereditary, right? What? No, she was in Game of Thrones. She's Game of Thrones, Game that's of what Thrones, I was thinking yeah. of. Game of Thrones. She was awesome in Game of Thrones. Yeah. When I heard that that's who they cast, I was very excited. She's, I'm like, she's, she's so it. cool. She's, yeah, she, she's, every scene with her in Game of Thrones, I'm like, this rules. She's awesome. Yeah, she's doing a fucking great job. Yep. Really good actress. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be hard to act against Pedro Pascal. And uh, well, I feel like Pedro Pascal's playing that character very mm-hmm. much like Joel in the video game. Yes. I think Bella Ramsey's has a slightly different take on Ellie I agree. than what you get I in agree. the game. I agree. It's less of a snarky kind of... She just has... I don't know. There's like a demeanor that she has that I I, I think is very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. She's doing a great job. All well, right. Let's get out of here. Well, if you have a guess for the Anima name, you can tweet at us at Anima Podcast. You can also uh, follow us on Instagram at Anima Podcast. You can see pictures from uh, this week's episode and all previous week's episodes. You can see what's going on there. Both of you with the burpee. Sorry. Um, You're welcome. It's, I have to get a root canal. Uh, so you can follow us, see what's going on, see what's coming up. Who knows what the future holds for Anma um, and what guests we will have on as we had many conversations about it in the car today. Uh, so hopefully we can get some more guests on this season and we don't get freezed out. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Fingers crossed. Yep. Speaking of which, we we should cover it at some point. I we The last canonical episode, we joked about I shutting the city down. Uh-huh. And then, and then it did. And then it happened. And it, then it, it happened. The, um, thir- a third of the city lost power. I for, will say like the reason we haven't covered it on this show is because it was about three weeks ago, and it's 80 degrees today. Yeah, it is hot. It, I, I want to get back in my car. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is that fucking I shut the city down, uh-huh. and all I could... And I, I used fucking Michigan as an example of like, see, this is why I want to yeah. move to Michigan. Uh-huh. I was just there. It's fucking freezing. Yeah. There's snow everywhere and business it's as just, usual. People are driving really? and going fine. It's wow. no big deal. And then ice hit Detroit and they still don't have power. There you go. Welcome to uh, infrastructure. There is yeah. no escape no. from American infrastructure. Nope. You just have to move somewhere where it doesn't happen. Yeah. It's fine. Like not America. Yeah. Uh, we go to Mexico. You want to go to Cancun? Hell yeah. See a grapple uh, protected love, by a uh, falcon? Protected by falcons. Protected by falcons. What do you think is better, Gus? Protected by Falcon or protected by Falcons? Now, let me posit this. Protected by a Falcon. Or protected by a Falcon. Protected by Falcon. Okay. Protected by Falcon. It yeah. sounds okay. best, right? Okay. Yeah. I agree. Okay, cool. Then we'll, we'll do that. But what the fear is, we're making, uh, for the other podcast face, we're making uh, yard signs. Uh-huh. Like a... ADT-esque. Yeah. And we're afraid that if it says protected by Falcon, it looks like... Like Falcon a company. Yeah. company. Yeah. We want it to be like, like literally this house was protected by Falcons or a Falcon. Yeah. And so, but I think protected by Falcon sounds better. Yeah. It yeah. Sound it's better. just, it's, it's a, it gets a little jumbled in the sign. See, here's, here's. As long as you don't have a logo. No, no, there's, there's a logo and it's a Falcon. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> See, and now here's, here's my thinking. Protected by Falcon makes you go, is that a company? What is that? Yeah. Protected by Falcons or protected by a Falcon makes you look at it. And then look up into the sky. Yeah. And that's what we want. I'm, I'm, I'm able to read the sign and go. Yep. I'm thinking what? of those roadside signs that say like "speed monitored by aircraft." Yeah. Yeah. Something like, mm, yeah, but not by a air, an aircraft. Yeah. Air, right. Mm, but it could be multiple aircraft. Yeah. Much, much to consider. From yeah. a wordsmithing standpoint, it's clearly protected by Falcon. Yeah. But I think that sounds mix, better. But for clarity, signal. it needs to be a Falcon. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I do. I also think a Falcon is funny to have somebody walk up to it in your yard. And then 
immediately look up into yeah. the sky. Immediately. Hey, Falcon. There you go. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, any parting words for the folks at home? Um, don't get iced over. Okay. Yeah, stay away from ice. <laughs> Great. And iced coffee. I radio. <laughs>